All right, joining us on the Raptor Show, we're here with the newest member of the Toronto Raptors, Otto Porter Jr. First off, congratulations uh, on the new deal, but also, man, congratulations on the championship. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I, know, I, I will spare you from the – I guess you probably won't give me all the honest details about how hard you guys went and all that stuff, but I'm sure you guys had a great time. It Was there an mm -hmm. MVP of the Warriors championship celebration? Because I don't know if you remember <laughs> – Marcus saw during this championship tour, there was like a five-hour parade. The parade was very poorly planned, and like hour four. Tell my here, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you saw the clip. He like drank an entire bottle of wine, <laughs> and then like, yeah. So he was about to fall off the bus, essentially. So was oh, there he somebody, fell like, off the bus? No, almost. Oh, almost. almost. So somebody was there to help Woo. him, but he was uh, he was a little too drunk to speak at the end. We'll say that much. Oh, so they they got the chance to speak at the end of yeah. it, huh? We spoke at the beginning of it. That's smart. That's very <laughs> smart, man. The speeches at the end were not coherent sometimes. Oh, yeah. uh, for a reason. Yeah. So there's no MVP or? No. Uh, yeah, probably Clay. Clay. <laughs> Clay. Yeah, I saw that you guys got off the bus, some people, and like started like high-fiving fans on the street. That was, yeah, I that was so really cool. I was actually with Clay. I was on the last bus. Okay, okay. And the last bus was, they say, was the best bus because – the city literally jumped over the the barricades and filled the streets behind the bus. Wow. And the scene, I think Clay got a picture of holding the trophy up with the fans in the background down the street, which is, like, really dope. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, I think Clay got the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, seriously, it was really fun to watch you guys win the title. Now, listen, um, before we talk, like, actual basketball, I kind of wanted to let the listeners get to know you a little bit. So I was doing some research on this. Tell me about Morley, Missouri, which when I Googled for this interview, it said that the population of this town is 697 people. Oh, 700 people, yep. Yeah. So what was, like up, huh? what was it like growing up? What was it like growing up? I think I moved there when I was in like sixth grade. I moved closer back to my uh, my dad's family, which in my mom's family. But uh, yeah, small. We lived on the outside of the city, city limits really. Um, five acres of land, mm. rural. Went to a small public school. Um, just did normal stuff. I heard your graduating class had thirty-two people in it. 33. 33? Yeah. Wow. I also saw that you were uh, you were the, the president of the history club, but I'm going to ask you about that a little bit later <laughs> on, actually. I did a lot of research into this. But so it seems like you come from, like, basketball, like, royalty, especially out there, right? Like Yeah, where I'm from, yeah, both fi families, yeah. Yeah, like, literally everybody won the state championship at some point, basically, in your family. There was, like, cousins. I saw your dad, like, uncles. Yeah, so, like, my dad is, sides. has a lot of siblings, and my mom does, too. Yeah. And uh, and everybody played basketball. Right. It's now, crazy. I also read that you grabbed something like 35 rebounds in a state championship game. Is that correct? Yeah, junior year, yep. And that broke one of your family's records? My dad's record. So and what was that his, conversation like? And his record was 25. What? Okay. I, I heard I, I, the report that I saw. Obviously, I didn't watch this game. I, you know, I was yeah. reading the stories. Yeah. Report says the coach came in at halftime, looked at the box score, and said, "Does Otto really have twenty-two rebounds right now at halftime?" Yeah, it was one of our guys that was keeping books. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, he didn't even tell me. Okay. So I, I had no idea. Okay, fair enough. He probably. I didn't know either. until like maybe like in the fourth quarter, something. He was like, "You got thirty rebounds." I said, "Huh." That's pretty good. Oh, well. That's pretty good. To beat your dad's <laughs> record by, like, 
10 rebounds is, is incredible. All right. Um, I also read that you kind of avoided the AAU circuit, right? Like, a lot of players nowadays, especially, like, you know, that's they, that's where they get discovered. You know, people know you from, like, 14, 15. You kind of just train with your family for the most part. Uh, Yeah. I was actually supposed to play AAU my senior year okay. with the St. Louis Eagles with Bradley Bill and Ben McLemore. I was supposed to play with them, but my dad got sick, and so I couldn't travel during okay. the summertime because I had to take care of things back at home. So right. I didn't end up playing, but I still was training and, and doing stuff to get ready for my senior year. Right. Well, listen, in terms of the training, um, yeah. so one of the main reasons you've been such a successful player in the NBA is because you're a really good three-point shooter. And for my research, that was your mom who kind of taught you at least yeah. your mom, based on the articles I read, she claimed a lot of the, the success yeah, for this. Yeah, so, so, like, it's crazy because my dad couldn't really shoot <laughs> Okay, back in the day. So, my mom, <laughs> crazy, she was a really good shooter uh-huh. in high school. And she actually won them a state championship. Mm. She hit a corner buzzer beater three to, to win a state championship. So, wow. she's basically the one that taught me how to shoot f- from a young age. So what was that? What was that process like? Because I'm almost curious, like what kind of work goes into that? I've read some stories about how, you know, there's like a paved driveway and like, you know, it's nighttime, but there's like one single light and you're like shooting tree, shots. Yeah, that was a, actually, that sounds like a movie scene. You know what I'm saying? But no, yeah, that was actually outside my grandma's house. Okay, actually, we put a tree, in, we put a, a light, a stoplight in the tree so that we can play in the nighttime. Mm. Uh, we didn't have to go in, so it was just. Something, you know, you go to grandma's house and all your cousins go yeah, and yeah. we'd be outside all night playing basketball. So That's beautiful, man. Well, listen, you know, you you have this upbringing. You make it to the league, third overall pick. You make your debut as a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, first year probably didn't go as well as you probably wanted it to. I mm-hmm. think I read that you uh, picked up like an injury in training camp that kind of knocked you out a little bit. But yeah. Just what was your rookie year like, and what was that transition like, you know, making it to the pros that quickly and having that quick of a rise, but then getting off to a bit of a slow start? Yeah, it was it was unfortunate um, that I had that injury that kind of set me back mm-hmm. a year. Um, and then our team actually made the playoffs that year yeah, yeah. for the first time in a while. So it was just me getting to see that and get that experience up front and, and see what it was like to be a professional and see how a day-to-day basis goes. So right. it, that first year, it really taught me a lot, um, and it prepared me for that second year. Now, speaking of that second year, I didn't really want to ask about this because as a Raptor fan, that was quite painful. I think that was 2015, Wizards versus the Raptors. I'm pretty sure you guys swept the Raptors. We did. We came uh, here and got game one and game two, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there was like a Gravis Vasquez hit a three, did a little shimmy, sent it to overtime, but then the Raptors still lost. That's yeah. unfortunate, but I know that was like a big breakout year for you in terms of like having that, that playoffs. Role. Yeah. yeah, so talk I, to me about- I did not expect to play that much that okay. year in the playoffs, um, and then for whatever reason, we went play small ball. Yeah, and I was and, and only had one thing to do that like my thing and that was to guard Demar. Yeah, and that's that, right. And that was my main focus. I wasn't really focused on scoring. I wasn't focused on this. Like, yeah. That was my assignment. And guarding him, I tell everybody, guarding him in the playoffs got me to where I'm at now. Like being able to guard him and and that got that solidified me to where I became a starter and then the rest is history. 
Right. Wow. I didn't see. I didn't know that. That's yeah. that, that's really good. And honestly, those teams that you had with the Wizards were really memorable. Yeah. Paul Pierce that year. I know he yeah. he, he was a thorn in the Raptors side. <laughs> he knocked us out two years two in a years row. Two years in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but even still, like you know, that team really came up and grew up together, right? Yeah. And obviously, you guys had that great run in 2017. Was that the year John hit the the shot and then he like jumped on the table? That was against. Boston yeah. semifinals, yeah. Yeah, look, it was a really, really talented team. Yeah. But, you know, after that run and you had a really great playoff run, um, you know, you signed the max contract, mm-hmm. right? I think Brooklyn made you the offer and then Washington yeah. matched. Yeah. How do expectations change as a player for you? Like, I mean, being a max player, you know, there's a lot of responsibility yeah. um, to to bring it every night. You know, mm-hmm. you, you carry that getting paid, you carry that, that weight. And so – um, which you know it was fine, but you know, um, being in DC, just it, it was it was fun because I went to school there. So okay. Yeah. Right. I was around home crowd fan base, and I really do love DC. It, mm-hmm. was, it was really fun. Right. Now, um, the year after that, 2018, you guys ended up playing the Raptors again, right? Yeah. First round. Now, a lot of the guys have moved on from both teams, really, but mm-hmm. you still have Pascal and Fred. Right, and do you, what do you make of the difference in them as players from 2018 to where they are now? But they grew a lot. They yeah. grew a lot here playing here. Um, they ended up winning the championship in 2019. Yep. yep. So they have a ring, and they they've been there and done it. Um, and they're now like vets on mm-hmm. on the team. You know, they were the young guys, and now they're the vets, and they've been playing together for a long time. So uh, to come and play with those guys. Um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great year. It will be, man. And listen, you know, we were just talking about this at the press conference. The Raptors have like ten guys, essentially, who are big wings, seven foot wingspans. You know, six seven, six ten. Yeah. Range. Do you see a similarity between like what the Raptors are built versus a team like Boston that you guys just beat in the finals? Uh, yeah, because they're they're very big team. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, I think some teams are trending that way. Right. A lot of guys that can play multiple positions, right? Uh, which is an advantage. That is an advantage, and you know, defensively, even bigger advantage. You can switch everything. Everybody can guard every position. Mm-hmm. So um, that that is that's a fun team to play for. Yeah, no doubt, man. I'm really interested to see what you guys can do on both sides of the floor. Now, I'm getting the wrap up signal, so I'm going to move to some rapid fire. I read that as a kid, you wanted to be Allen Iverson. Uh, so yeah. what was it about AI that you admired, and also how cool was it that you got to go to? Yeah, I mean, before I hit a growth spurt, I think everybody <laughs> oh, you were AI. Okay, okay, was AI. You know, okay. I, was, I was a point guard. You uh-huh, know? Uh-huh. It's funny because one summer I went from being the point guard to center because I grew so fast. What was the growth spurt? Uh, I was like five eight, and I grew to six two. Jeez. One summer. So okay, well, one summer. Wow. One summer, which mm-hmm. is crazy. So yeah, I was Iverson. Had a big influence on my game, yeah. you know, him being the MVP and watching all the, the hoop tape, hoop mix highlights and yeah. crossover mixtapes and all that. It was just given. So, Is that why you went to Georgetown? That was a, a, another reason why I wanted okay. to go to Georgetown, yep. Fair enough. Um, you, I also read that you're president of the History Club. I mentioned this earlier. Uh, you were also the Salutorian at your school. Salute uh, Victorian, yeah. So... Yeah, what was your favorite aspect of studying history, man? Uh, 
I don't know. I just really had a knack for history, which was a big reason why I went to D.C. Mm, right. All the history around. It Absolutely. Was, it was amazing. So, um, no, I always had a knack for history being the you know, president of a history club. So, mm-hmm. um, no, I just had a – I just love history. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, now, in Chicago, I read that you and Thad Young uh, were co-captains. Of the team at one point, is that true? Yeah, yeah. What we, did that mean? I mean, we were the vets, so you okay. know, um, and to lead a young guy, so we were the, the vets, and everybody else was like 20, 19, 20, 21 years old, twenty two. Yeah. It might be like this Zach on this team. Being, I'm not gonna lie. You know, at one point, Zach Levine was a vet. He was only like twenty five at yeah, the time. Yeah. You know what I'm right, saying? So right. that's how young that team was when me and Thad was there. So um, we we were we was there. Um, I mean, we had a good time. We had yeah. a good time, but we taught them a lot. We taught them a lot. Right. Um. Now, last question. I also heard that you're big into cars and stuff. So t- tell us about <laughs> that. What do you do? Uh, I don't do anything. I just love cars. I, I've okay. been around them my whole life. I always thought, even before, you know, going off to school and being an MBA that I was going to be a car mechanic easily. Like, oh, okay. that was a passion of mine. It still is, you know. Yeah. Um, one day I will open up my own garage, you know, so. That's cool. Uh, yeah. What's the coolest car you got? What's your favorite? What's my favorite? Yeah. My favorite car right now that I have is my Nissan GTR. Okay. Um, and then my second favorite is my... Uh, my 69 Chrysler Roadrunner, Plymouth. Damn. So That sounds nice. All right. Well, listen, Otto, appreciate you. Thank you for your time. No, thanks for Welcome having me. Welcome to Toronto. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, let's go. I mean, I can't let's wait to see you. Let's go win the championship, Let's man. go win the championship. You took the words out of my <laughs> mouth, man. I was going to say that, but you said it instead. So thank you. Seriously. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you.